This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, and Tinsley Law and Title. Their sponsorship makes it possible for me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by visiting each of their Facebook pages. Hello friends, Michael from Hannigan Media. It's Wednesday morning and that means I'm in the office of Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hillhouse. How are you doing this morning, Sheriff? Doing great. How are you, Mike? I am fantastic. Um, the rain is good for all of us. Yes, sir. Got a and, lot of it yesterday. And we got, a, we got a lot of it yesterday. I just hope it's not sure. the last for the summer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it would have been nice if they could have... Spread God it out a little bit. Spread it out just a little <laughs> bit for us rather than dumping a 10 inches on us at one time. Right. But I'm not complaining. I'm going to take it. Yes, sir. All right. We got a lot to go over, yeah, guys, in, including uh, an update on the wolf dog story from last week, which has really got a lot of attention. Um, when we reported that last week, this is the first time the sheriff and I have had a chance to talk since the governor released his new COVID order. We need to talk about that a little bit and uh, some uh, highlight some of the uh, people here in the office yes, sir. for the quarter. So let's get started as we always do with the stats. Um, since we met last week, the jail has booked in 54 individuals, 12 females, 42 males. Our average daily population this year has been 351. There's 344 in custody today and 41 of those are out-of-county inmates. So that's pretty steady with what we've been seeing the yes. last couple of weeks, ever since the reopening, because once it closed back early, things the, the state closed uh, down the economy. Things uh, got a little quiet, even on, the, uh, even on the criminal front. Yes, sir. But we're getting a little back to normal. All right, let's talk wolf dogs. Uh, last week... Uh, you told us the story about uh, a man who passed away. You went out to investigate the death and found nearly 50 wolf hybrid dogs that he had been caring for in uh, enclosures. The dogs were well taken care of, well cared for, um, but because of being a wolf hybrid, it was not as easy as just saying, hey, anybody want a dog? Right. And so you've had some movement on that case. We really have. We're excited. Um, Tia Moore with uh, Pitbulls and Parolees, she has been a, uh, a tremendous help in this effort. Um, our actual uh, Humane Society or the Animal Shelter, the animal shelter yeah. here in, uh, in Henderson County, uh, they actually reached out and got uh, got us in contact with her, and we've got people from all over the nation uh, coming to help us. And we actually, over the Fourth of July, we've been trying to take care of these animals. We've been going out there feeding them and watering them every day. And uh, of course, over the Fourth of July weekend, we had some of them get out, and so we had to go out there and. and uh, Twisted Tales Animal Rescue out of Ennis, Texas, actually came out and helped us uh, because they're not very socialized dogs. It's not like you can just go uh, put your hands on them and put them back up. They helped us come out and, and uh, capture the dogs and, and get them back in their enclosures. Um, but we've got 
Tysta Blue Rescue out of Nebraska coming, Husky Halfway House Foundation out of Oklahoma, Kindness Ranch Animal Sanctuary out of Wyoming, uh, Magnificent Mutts and Meows Rescue out of Illinois, Animal House Sanctuary out of Indiana, uh, Brindle Posse out of upstate New York, uh, Wolf Spirit Rescue out of Virginia, and then Twisted Tales out of uh, Ennis. They're all going to be here along with Tia Moore and uh, uh, Villa Robos uh, Rescue and Pitbulls and Parolees are all going to be out here. They're actually traveling today. Uh, we're going to have a meeting when they get into town uh, this evening, and then we will go out there first thing in the morning and uh, start trying to uh, gather these animals up and get them uh, 20 of them are committed to going to Canada um, So they're going to be all over uh, the United States people from all over the United States have uh, opened their arms and coming down to help us and uh, we're excited to uh, Get these animals taken care of All right, and so the hope is that tomorrow Wednesday this will pretty much be over for the sheriff's department sheriff's office that you'll know where these dogs are going and and they will be taken care of yes uh, we're hoping that uh, we're hoping to get it done tomorrow uh, but we may still be out there Friday but it just all depends on how easily they are to capture sure (laughs) sure Um, so this has become a national effort yes sir and um, part of this too is, uh, and, and I've been telling people when they talk to me on the side about this story, you know, you first said, you know, when you look at them, they, they go, oh, look, that's a German Shepherd. What right. a pretty German Shepherd. And then it looks, it turns around and looks at you and you go, oh, that's not a German Shepherd. Right. And so if this was 50 German Shepherds, we could have probably placed these in Henderson County without any problem. Yes. Yeah, so we we would have been done with this, you know, a day or two after uh, the death investigation. Um, but since they were wolf hybrids, you had to go a different route. And uh, uh, but luckily, it, uh, it's finally all coming together. And so all of these dogs are going to go to places that are appropriate for them. Yes. Uh, the other part of this is that this story really struck a nerve for people in Henderson County. I know after we reported it, like, I got a lot of messages, people talking. We had a lot of uh, activity on last week's podcast and the and the story and everything else, and the same thing for you, right? Yes, sir. I had lots of people reaching out to us and uh, wanting to help rescue, uh, you know, a couple of them or one of them, and uh, unfortunately, they're just not socialized dogs, and... Um, just not safe for us to release them out into the public these rescues can take care of them and and try to get them socialized and go from there so the interesting thing about this is not only is it a national effort but it sounds like henderson county is going to be on tv yes sir it it looks that way uh 44 blue productions is uh the production company that will be out here along with pit bulls and parolees and and uh but Without them coming, we, I don't, I'm afraid we we would still be taking care of these dogs for a long time. So we're excited for them to be here and, and help us take care of the situation. And so we also want to make sure that we give a, a tip of the cap and a shout out to our local animal shelter. Yes, sir. Which is the one who made the connection to help make all this happen. And so we don't want to forget them. No, they're and they've been helping us since day one on this project. They've... 
uh, like day two, they started posting stuff, asking for food, and people uh, followed up bringing food so we could take make sure the animals, uh, the dogs had uh, were well taken care of and had plenty of food to eat. Uh, you know, it's been it's been our community, and then then it went national, and everybody's coming together, which is always fun to watch. Yeah. So interesting story, positive story in the end uh, for the dogs. Uh, we also don't want to forget. Um, the man who passed away yes sir. and you know prayers for him and and family so all right let's move on we got to go from wolf dogs to covid i'm sorry <laughs> that's okay um you know i can't do an interview these days without asking somebody so how's covid affecting your life right um and last week the governor um, yeah, well, before we get to that, let's start with last week when you and I spoke, you had people who were at home in quarantine because they had come into contact with someone who was te- who tested positive here at the um, sheriff's office. Tell us, what's the situation in the sheriff's office? Where are you with your staff? Uh, we were happy to announce that uh, yesterday... Uh, the biggest part of the folks got to come back. One of the uh, positive jailers actually got to come back yesterday. Um, I do have a couple more that tested positive. I'm looking for another one of my positive cases to come back uh, to work this week. So we got the biggest part of uh, our employees back. Um, the shift that uh, kind of started stepped up and took over uh, you know they had to work 14 days straight 12 hour shifts they were tired but they uh they did a great job um and i'm really thankful for them um, we got through the fourth of july which was a lot of my issues was having manpower to cover fourth of july which went well we didn't have any major things happen over the fourth of july um, but now i do have more deputies and jailers that I've sent home, so if we do have uh, another issue or I have to send a whole shift home again, I've got people at home that we can call in and uh, the other shifts won't have to work so many days straight. Um, and because that was hard on, it was hard on them, it was hard on everybody. Um, but we got through it and uh, we're just hoping for the best now. And so you, you're, the sheriff's office is actually a little bit of a microcosm for what's happened throughout the state where you went in and because I know that you had this in place earlier when yes. with the, the things got shut down and we locked offices and the county offices were closed, city offices were closed and, and you know we were on the whole thing about you know essential businesses right. Um, you had people on standby, and then as things opened up, you went back to more of a normal setup, just like everybody else did. Right. And now we're having to go back to that, okay, I yes, need sir. to be safe in case something happens. It's kind of just a mini picture of what's happening for everybody else. <laughs> yes, sir. Including I, our governor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I do want to say, okay. though, I did actually get to see, you know, when we sent those uh, jailers home, um, and then I started getting a few more positive tests. I actually saw it work firsthand um, where we sent the firsthand contacts home. So when I got the couple of other positive tests, they were already sent home. They were already being quarantined. So we didn't infect anybody else here at the sheriff's office. So 
um, you know, I saw that firsthand. That does work. I mean, so that's what some of the people that got sent home for safety's sake actually did turn positive. Yes, they did, okay. and they weren't here and didn't infect anybody else. So I mean, that was it was a good thing. Um, everybody's still okay. Health. Oh yes, sir. Everybody's doing good. All right. Um, the governor last week, yes, sir, issued a new order. Uh, took restaurants back to fifty percent. Um, but the and, and some other things. The biggest thing, though, is um, the mask uh, order. Yes, so part of the order has to do in masks. Now I've spoken to multiple governmental officials, government officials, not just you, not just in Henderson County, not just in Athens. Right. I've talked to multiple government officials, and um, it's really funny because. People read that order and then they shrug their shoulders and they go, I'm not exactly sure what this means. Exactly. And I'm not exactly sure how it's supposed to be enforced. Exactly. Uh, and so, I mean, we just basically, it's not higher on our priority list um, with the order um, because it has, it does have so many outs of, uh, you know, if you do this, then you don't have to. If you do this, you don't have to. Um, so, I mean, it's just not on our high, our high priority list right now unless there's uh, something else that comes out. All right. So what we're saying here, I want to make sure that I, I've got this clear, um, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. We're not saying, or the, this is not a, you shouldn't wear a mask. Right. This is... There's drugs on our streets. Yes, sir. There, there, are, there's domestic violence in our community. Yes, sir. There, there's, you know, criminals who are stealing and theft in our community. You gonna worry about that a little more than whether somebody's got their mask on. That's exactly right. We need to focus on what we've always focused on here at the sheriff's office and trying to make Henderson County uh, uh, a safe place to live. And uh, so. We're focused on just basically uh, looking for criminals. Right. Well, because, you know, uh, I can't imagine trying to enforce something like that. Even even just from a logistical standpoint, you've got how many people in the county that, that you're, like, supposed to be watching. Um, and then to try and track them and find out if they were wearing their mask or not. I would think that that would be difficult. The other part of that, though, is, and I think that people, I think sometimes our residents look at this differently than I do, but this is a situation that changes. It, it changes sometimes by the minute. It I mean, seems that way, for sure. Uh, you know, and definitely, you know, from day to day, everything changes. Um, we're seeing different things. Uh, we're seeing an uptick here in Henderson County, and uh, I think we'll continue to see a little uptick right now but uh you know you just you don't know what's coming until you're already faced with it so. right so which means the governor could issue a different order tomorrow yes and if he did that might change the way you're approaching the situation yes. because we have a new order the situation has changed um and that's the other part of this i know people have a need to know what's going on yes I absolutely understand that but COVID-19 is the type of situation where practically daily or weekly, 
doctors and scientists are figuring out new things. Yes. And so if a scientist said something two weeks ago and then says something different today, it doesn't mean they were lying two weeks ago. Right. It means we have new data. Exactly. And so that means in another two weeks, we may be saying something different. Yes. But right now, this is where we're at. And the sheriff's office is going to concentrate on methamphetamine. Yes, sir. That's more than issue. masks. Yes, sir. That's our issue here. Because as far as uh, I know, I know you feel this way, and I certainly feel this way as well. Uh, methamphetamine is still a bigger danger to our community than COVID-19. Yes, sir, it is. So, all right. So that's enough about that. Let's move on. Um, and you said that today is a special day here in the uh, sheriff's office. You uh, uh, honored some of your some of your employees. I did. I was uh, pleased to announce that this morning I gave out deputy of the second quarter of 2020 and uh, Sergeant Thomas Goodale, um, communications officer Sarah Kidd, and transport deputy uh, Kevin McCarley. Um, they have all went above and beyond this uh, last quarter and done excellent work. And uh, I was honored to be able to recognize their work. Um, they're working hard for uh, the sheriff's office and working hard for the citizens of Henderson County. So it's always uh, it always makes me feel good to uh, be able to call call employees in and and take time and and specifically tell them hey you're doing a great job it's uh, not going unnoticed and uh, so I just want to tell them thank you for the work they do um, I'd like to thank all of our employees here they all do a great job but these three kind of stood out this last quarter and uh, uh, we appreciate everything they do for Henderson County all right so I'm going to share the picture that I'm sure is posted or will be posted yes, sir, on your Facebook page. Um, I will share to our What's Happening group. I will share to my personal stuff so you guys can see these folks. Make sure you're following the Sheriff's Office Facebook page. Yes, sir. And remember that the administrator for that page is the sheriff himself. He's the only administrator of that page. So when you speak to the Henderson County Sheriff's Office Facebook page, you're speaking directly to the sheriff. Yes, so sir. if you have a tip, please reach out. Reach out. Message me. Um, get a hold of me. You can call me at the sheriff's office at 903-675-5128. You can reach out to Henderson County Crime Stoppers at uh, 1-800-545-TIPS. Or you can message me, private message me on the Henderson County Sheriff's Office Facebook page, and uh, I will get back to you. All right. So let's wrap this up. Uh, for this week with uh, lunch. Yes, yes. Um, Lisa Lisa Anthony reached out to me last week and said that she wanted to uh, provide lunch to the deputies here at the sheriff's office. And yesterday she brought us lunch, and uh, it's very much appreciated. It was it was great. She brought us some Domino's pizza, and uh, everybody had a good lunch. And uh, we want to tell her thank you um, for her support and thank you for for thinking about us uh, it, it really means a lot to us all right lunch that's always good <laughs> yes sir all right so that's going to wrap it up for this week we had uh I, this has been a great interview talk about the wolf uh story i think that the wolf dog story is really 
very interesting to me, and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, finding out when the uh, television show comes out, yes. Pitbulls and Parolees. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and so, you guys, thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. Thank you. Thank you.